Hey guys, Mark here, and welcome to another episode of the How to Heal Your Love podcast, where I give you ideas, tools, techniques, understandings, and perspectives to help you get the absolute most magnificent uh, relationship you can possibly have, and where we discard the erroneous notions that we've kind of ingested societally and from our families and from our friends, and we get a real perspective around relationship and what it can be. So, today I want to talk about something I touched on last episode, and that was that how we meet ourselves and another. And really, that's just, it's grasping a very basic and essential psychological tenet so that we don't go around projecting our shit everywhere and thinking it's real or thinking there's something wrong with other people and then condemning them and then ultimately becoming them because we always become what we condemn. So, when we uh, exist on this planet, we are. If you're a human being, you have all aspects of humanity within you, and they display somewhere in your life. Uh, I I touch on this all the time because it's so one hundred and one. It's so essential to understand. If you think you have somewhere, if you don't think that you have courage in you somewhere. You're incorrect. Everyone has courage somewhere. If you don't think you have uh, cowardice in you somewhere, you're incorrect. Everyone has places where they turn, run, hide, avoid, things like that. If you think that um, you're not needy, then you're kidding yourself. Everyone is needy. If you are on this planet, you have needs. If you think you're not independent somewhere and require space, right? We have all of these. Um, So... The degree to which we have owned or disowned our psychological aspects are the degree to which they will trigger or not trigger us in another. Um, So I've touched in on this before, but I want to go deeper today because this is going to give you a lot of autonomy, sovereignty, and it's going to uh, allow you to utilize everything in your experience is a way to heal and grow and love yourself more fully and thereby love your partner, your family, everyone in your life more fully. And we're going to use the avenue of relationship to do that. So say I have owned my anger. I have owned it. Say I've realized that it's okay, that it's normal part of of being human. When I see someone else get angry, I'm not going to try to suppress them. I'm not going to judge them and I'm not going to be hooked by them. If they're doing it in a healthy way, I might just let that happen. If they're doing it in an unhealthy way, I might, you know, interject a bit to make sure that no harm comes to them or to someone else. But ultimately, I do so from a sovereign space. Uh, and let me go a little deeper in this example to make it more, um, experiential. If I am walking by someone's car and someone is, say they're displaying anger, they've got their windows rolled up and they're just, you know, they've parked kind of away from everyone else and they're just, fuck shit, fuck, fuck, fuck shit, fuck, just letting it all out in their car. And then they get out of their car, they take a deep breath and they go on with their day. Now, if I haven't owned my anger, I might think, wow, what a, how offensive, how gross. God, do they not have control of themselves? Ew. 
uh, because I'm rejecting that aspect of myself. I don't want to acknowledge that sometimes I feel like that. That sometimes I need to sit in my car and just let her rip, right? That sometimes I need to just play some loud music and let that get out of me. Sometimes I just need to, you know, whatever your technique is, punch a pillow. Um, never really found that one to be effective for me personally. Um, uh, you know, just go exercise really hard, um, whatever it is to cleanse that anger. But ultimately, the point is, I'm not going to be bothered by it. I'm not going to be hooked by it. It's not going to upset me in any way. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If I haven't owned it, it is going to upset me. However, if I have owned it, and I do know that there's a part of me that just needs to do that, yeah, it's not going to have any effect. I'm just going to, wow, that guy was probably really pissed. It's good that he had a car he could kind of take out of, out of the um, space of everyone else and just kind of soundproof bubble scream fuck for 30 seconds. You know, that's okay. Because I, that part of me, I'm settled with my anger. I'm settled with that part of me. It doesn't bother me. Um... So this is a chance where we're seeing there's a mirror being provided by someone else. Let me give you one more example. Say uh, sadness, sadness and sensitivity. Say I'm with a dear friend. And this first, I'll give you the scenario where I don't own it, where I haven't owned it, and then a situation where I have. So say I haven't owned my sadness and I haven't owned my sensitivity and a friend comes up to me and we're having a talk and then he just says, he just gets really sensitive over something that happened in his partnership. You know, man, she just, I I just felt so like I wasn't seen. I felt so not seen. And I've always wanted to be seen really, really deeply by the woman in my life. And he starts crying. He starts breaking down. Now, say I haven't owned my sensitivity. He's displaying a trait that I am not okay with in myself. Therefore, odds are I will try to move him out of that trait. I will try to shut him down. Because I'm just meeting myself here and I'm uncomfortable with myself here. There's nothing wrong with it he's doing. What he's doing is beautiful, brave, vulnerable, authentic. Right? It's part of true connection. But if I haven't figured that out in me yet and say that was suppressed for me as a child, I learned stupid toxic masculinity crap about not displaying feelings, about being tough, about pulling myself up by my bootstraps or whatever. Uh, then I'm going to, hey man, hey man, well, you know, dude, just like, that's that's just the way, you just, you gotta tough it out, man, you gotta see it in yourself and just whatever, like, love yourself, bro, love yourself, <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines, love yourself, um, God, it's so easy, um, yeah, I'm just gonna, hey man, you know, I gotta go, I gotta go, right, this is me squirming around a part of me that he's reflecting to me through his courage and vulnerability. Ooh, you know, like you're being like overly sensitive, man. You're being overly sensitive. Another terrible one. You're being overly sensitive, right? I'm going to try to shut him down because I can't handle it. Now say I have owned that aspect of me that he's reflecting back at me and he starts crying. Man, I just really want to be seen. I really want to be held. I feel really tender around this. I'm going to feel that softness in my own heart and there will be no squirming from it. There will be no need to reject it, to change it, to change them, to get my own heart to shift. 
I can welcome that very owned and integrated part of me. Hey, man, that I hear you. I hear you. I get that. And I love that you want to be seen there. I love that that touches and impacts your heart so deeply. And I love you. I see you here, right? I can show up. So the degree to which I have owned and engaged all of the aspects and loved all of the aspects of myself is the degree to which I am really sovereign in this world, to which I am whole in this world. And there is nothing like relationship to bring up all of the owned and disowned aspects in you. So the astounding gift is that we get the opportunity and we're going to guaranteed either you can use it for your growth and healing and profit or you can avoid it and get resentful be guaranteed through other people through your relationships and especially through your intimate relationship where you're going to encounter the lightest light and darkest dark you're gonna get triggered you're gonna meet all of these unique aspects of yourself in another. And what's more is you're going to attract someone who is actually, you've attracted on an unconscious level, who is custom designed to inhabit and embody the traits that you have uh, not owned. And they're going to embody them to the degree that you have not owned them. And let me go into that a little bit. Let me unpack that because that's so potent. Because we think, oh my gosh, this person is, this is normally after the infatuation stage when we start to see this. But what you're going to see is, again, let's go with the shutdown sensitivity guy. You're going to find that you've invited into your life a very sensitive partner because they are embodying the sensitivity to the degree to which you are not right? So the extremity to which you have shut down sensitivity in yourself is the degree to which they will embody it to call it out of you. This is just the way life works. This is the way psychology heals. This is the way that your nervous system is going to attract another to expand and grow and balance in your fullness. So learn how to recognize this. Take responsibility. Know that you are absolutely going to meet yourself in another. And that is your opportunity to love yourself fully. But what I can guarantee is that you possess every trait within you. And there are some that you've owned and are strong and loved and integrated in. And there are some that you still reject and get ready for life to the degree to which you have rejected those aspects of you to bring them to you in the external world. Not only will they do that in a kind of cosmic sense, but you will, they will stand out in your psyche because you are rejecting and repulsing them. And they will be, they will seem more apparent in others because they will tweak uh, that little aspect in you that goes, Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that about them. You are only ever meeting yourself and the degree to which you have loved those aspects of you are the degree to which you will accept or reject them in another and consequently reject or accept that individual.
So that was a lot, and I want to wrap it up here, but I want you to get that because this is going to play out so, so potently and you either having a harmonious relationship or a relationship filled with friction and rejection and fear. And the last thing I'll say on it is this. You're human. Give yourself time. Notice with your partner this is your action step. Notice when you're rejecting and avoiding. Become more sensitive to tracking yourself because you're human and sometimes it's going to get past you. Sometimes it's an aspect that is so disowned within your own psyche that you just can't handle it and you, it, you, you miss it. When it arises, you just go straight into shutdown defense and rejection because there's so much wounding around it. Again, as an example... Maybe maybe anger in your household was deeply frowned upon. Anger was a gross emotion. Anger was a boorish emotion. Anger was a non-spiritual emotion, right? So maybe that really triggers you when you're older because you needed to express your anger as a wee one. We all do. And maybe you were shut down. Maybe you were hit. Maybe you were shamed and you buried it deep, deep, deep within you. Uh, our psyches are deeply layered. So allow that, th- that to come out and then to be processed in a healthy way. But again, the more we repress it and the more we resist it, the more power it gains in the psyche and the more tenacity. So it's better to engage it consciously when we do realize it and let it slowly unwind in healthy, conscious ways. So now there's one less way to blame your partner. And really, ultimately, this blame has no place in a healthy, growing relationship. Blame, shame, and guilt. They're garbage. So take this approach. Know that you're only ever meeting yourself. And then enjoy the bounty, the bountiful opportunity to get to know and to love all of the aspects of yourself and to clean up all those areas and give yourself permission in all of those areas to integrate and to be whole and to be a complete human and use that quick path of relationship to get there. Again, that quick path as in the spiritual, spiritually quick path of facing that fire. Learn the tools, do so in a healthy way. And if you have any questions, go to howtoheelyourlove.com, shoot me an email, or give me a call. And I greatly look forward to talking to you soon. Good luck out there. I love you.